Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rambling Runoff, episode two of our podcast, our sports podcast. I am your host, Robert Rios, and as always, virtually next to me, Danny Tan. Danny Tan, tell the people what's up. What's up, what's up, what's up? That's it. What's up, what's up, what's up? Not like a, hey, everybody, how's everybody's day going? How's everybody's night going? Okay, wait, let me redo it then. Let me do it. There's hey, no redo. How's everybody's night going? Oh, you cut me off. And you cut me off. I don't give a damn. How dare you? We already started this thing. How dare you? Okay, wait. There's there's no more. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing? There. Is that good now? (laughs) Yes, it's all good. I think think our audience gets the point. Yeah, welcome everybody once again to the Rambling Runoff. We got a good show for you today. Um, We're going to be talking a little bit of Olympics, closing ceremony. They already wrapped up. Um, Of course, the United States took home a couple of gold medals, silvers, bronze. They led... Everything again, of course. Um, we got some soccer news revol- revolving around Mr. Messi and the U.S. men's national team. Uh, what else we got, Danny? Um, I'm stumbling here and trembling. We've got some NFL rumors. And ah, your favorite. That's your favorite. <laughs> sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir. From 2012, my favorite sport. Oh, my gosh. But, yes, uh, we got a lot to uh, go over and recap. But uh, yeah, that's our show that we've been doing. But uh, first up, uh, let's uh, check in on our co-host here, Danny. How have you been doing this past week? Oh, I've been okay. Been working, taking care of the dogs, not doing too much. Uh, keeping up with the Olympics uh, or the last of the events. Um, I haven't had much else going on. What about you, Robert? How's your week been? Um, well. As you are aware, personally, I've been trying to make this podcast uh, more professional, more, uh, how would you say, precise or um, fluid. So we, we put out the best work that we can. And, oh, man, it was such hard work. Um, I don't know. I guess it's, it's going to be a struggle, but it's okay. Um, I also have been job hunting, of course, which has been hard, but it's all good in the hood. I, I'll get through it. And uh, yeah, it's mostly been my week. Um, have you been watching anything interesting? Uh, I watched a bunch of YouTube video true crime. I watched a Gundam movie, which is an anime movie. And I watched, what else did I watch? Uh, nothing. Nothing else. Bruh. Well... I, on the other hand, love watching YouTube. So I've seen some skating stuff, um, some like tutorial stuff for the podcast. Um, me and my girlfriend, we recently recently just watched the uh, Luca, which was really good, the Disney Pixar film. Oh, Luca's great. Which talks about my favorite overall topic: the power of friendship. I thought and, you were gonna say Vespas. Oh, <laughs> well, that too, Vespas. <laughs> it's so random, but yeah. Uh, we watched that, and um, yeah, we just just been kicking in, I guess, this week, just trying to do some some work for the podcast. Which, yeah, it's, it's been it's it's been a little rough, but I, we'll get through it, of course. Yes, and keep your eyes on the lookout. I'm working on a new Rambling Runoff logo. Should be on the way soon. Yes, and we will be on. Spotify and all other platforms possibly soon. 
Keep hopefully, yes, hopefully. I, I was working on that today also, which which also was a little sus, but I kind of figured it out, but we started recording, so now I got to figure it out later. Yes. Uh, what else? Anything else? Uh, well, I don't know. You tell me, bro. Just, just some advice on job hunting. It took me, I was laid off in April for my internship, and I got hired in September, so I think you're good, dude. It took me almost half a year. Well, fingers crossed, unless this podcast rapidly gets 10,000 subscribers, or at least even 1,000 subscribers, dude, we'd be chilling. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we can do it. Because then, then this would be my job, which I'm... <laughs> I'd be fine with that. That'd be cool. That That'd would be, be cool. cool. That would be Gucci. And well, I think that... Are you, are you good? You got anything else you want to get off your chef real quick? Before we, uh, we dive on in, we start rambling. No, uh, most cherry flavored things don't taste good. Uh, <laughs> no, let's go. Let's get into it. Stupid. All right, cool. <laughs> well, uh, you want to, how about you do the honors of introducing our first uh, thing we're going to talk about today here? How about that, sir? Yes. What you got? Yeah, go. Jump into the Olympics wrap up. Olympics wrapped up a few days ago. Uh, we had our final. Big main events, basketball, men's and women's, uh, the end of track and field, and overall, the performance of all uh, the countries uh, and the medal count at the end. And then we had finally the pass off from uh, Japan, from Tokyo to France. A little odd, even though we still got to do the Winter Olympics, which I recently found out from Danny, are going to Beijing, which I did not know. Which was a little surprising. 2028, Beijing Winter Olympics. No, 2022. 2022. What did I say? 28? No. Yeah. <laughs> 28 is, uh, so is uh, a LA off. Summer Olympics. Yeah, there oh, you yeah, go. Yeah, I was Come on, man. 2022. Messing up. I know, yes. dude, you, I know you have notes in front of you, sir. How are you messing this up? Yeah, I do. <sighs> oh, man. Why you got to break the fourth wall? I don't know. No. <laughs> you just, you just <laughs> pop it. Well, that's what happened. You, you, you didn't have it written down, so you forgot. You're right. Unlike me, someone that has a diploma in doing this type of research, I have um, all my notes secured in the bag. So, haha, suck yeah, it. Yeah, my diploma is still secured in its bag in the, in the Manila envelope. So, Dude, my diploma is still, <laughs> it's still in the still envelope. In the envelope. Yeah, I, I, I have I a frame, but I, yeah, I haven't. But anyways, yeah, no one cares about our college careers. <laughs> Fuck it. We want, we want, we want the gold. We want the golds. Yes. All right. So, first off, USA basketball wins gold in men's sports. Kevin Durant scores twenty nine points and joins Carmelo Anthony as the only three time men's gold medalist in Olympic history. They beat France, who knocked them out in uh, the first round. The opener, yeah. Of official play, yeah. Uh, they beat him by a close margin, 87 to 82. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Rudy Gobert already put up a good fight. Eh. But it was not enough. No, yeah, I mean, <laughs> is, such a I mean, is he like the only notable player for France? Probably, huh? Uh, he's the only one I can remember. Well, there you go. Who else are you going to know from that team that's going to play well? Yeah. Uh, the more exciting game, I would say, was a women's basketball. But why? It was 90 to 75. 
against it was 90 to 75 but every player on the japanese team was a shooter you the average height for the women's japanese team was five four i'm sorry five nine the average height for the u.s six two well i mean you got like britney griner in there she's like big as hell she's a very tall lady yeah. yeah i know but can you believe that the biggest shooter on Japan's team, number 15, I forget her name already. Um, but in the first half, she scored, I think it was five of eight threes. All over U.S. women's players at 5'4". Can you imagine being 5'4", shooting over someone that's 6'6", six, 6'2"? Six, well, yes, I, I've done it all the time. Come on. Shut bro. up. No, you haven't. <laughs> Shut well, I, I mean, growing up, I was all, I was never the tallest kid on the court, so I had to shoot over taller people all the time. Yeah, but, but I, you were short at five feet, and the tallest person was 5'10". I mean, I'm just trying to equal it, okay, bro? Like, whatever, you don't got to make it like that, bro. All right, never mind then, bro. I mean, well, also consider that this is Japan's first time entering the Olympic bas- basketball. Is it Really? Yes, their first time entering, and they win silver. It's that's an incredible good. run. No, that's pretty good. Yes. Yeah, they, every game that they won was an upset. They finally get to an the actual top of good the top. opponent. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they had good opponents all along, but the U, well, U.S. women's basketball dominates just as men's basketball does. But Well, not this year. Not, well, clearly. Bro, I wouldn't say the men's basketball team dominated in the tournament. Well, they're always... They didn't even dominate their preseason. Come on. That's true. Yeah, they lost two exhibition games. They got lucky that one of them got canceled as well, so... Yeah. (laughs) They're probably... You know what? Let's just cancel our game so we don't look stupid. I know. Well, it wasn't due to COVID. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember... Well, at first, I, I, I thought it just got canceled, so... I, I think that was the at the time uh, when two two U.S. players tested positive for COVID, and I think three of the other team tested positive for COVID, and they just canceled the game. Bro, yeah, but but if you watched U.S. versus Japan in that final, the hustle that Japan put into the game was incredible. They kept switching out players because. Every player put 100% every play, every maneuver. They were putting in 100. They were burning people out. But, I mean, it was the only thing they could do. They were going to try to outrun the U.S.? Yeah, and they did. Bro. Every player outran a U.S. player. But they didn't but, outshoot them. Is that the problem? Well, of course not. You're shooting over someone 6'2 when you're, like, 5'5". Five, five. They're going to block you, like, 60% of the time, which happens. But the hustle that they put in really showed. I mean, I, I I suppose, but most U.S. athletes are like all around, like speed, agility, strength. Like, there's no way you're gonna beat them with that one attribute, you know? Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. I mean, what is Japan? That Japan has speed. They have endurance. And they have ambition. They don't have height. They don't have body. They don't have the experience of the women's team, the U.S. women's team. So yeah, that's also very true. Those that's another thing. Yeah, those attributes that they do have, 
they got to just push them and hopefully it gets them close enough. And by some miracle, if it gets them over, it does. If not, they put 100% in. And that's I mean, what they did. I mean, like, the final score says differently. It was 90 to 75. I mean, I well, didn't get to see this game. game. I didn't get to see this game. So you, you need to tell me if it was a close one and then the U.S. just opened up Hell's Gates and ran them over. Yeah, I'd say the first half was really close. Um, I mean, it wasn't incredibly close. I think there was like a, a 10-point deficit for Japan at the half. It was competitive. It was competitive definitely at the first half. Second half, runs away Stoney, as the game did. But it wasn't a blowout, which is important to see. It wasn't a 25-point lead the entire time. It wasn't like Japan fell behind early and never be, was able to catch up. It was pretty competitive. I mean... It started off with a four to six point deficit, but Japan was always trailing by four. At one point, I think it was by three. I think it was the closest margin, but I mean, it was just a great game to watch. It was one of the most enjoyable games I've, I've seen in the game of basketball in general. Women's basketball specifically. It's, it's, no, it's a no, little... I'd say basketball, period. Bruh. And we just had the NBA finals? Yeah. The, that speaks to the effort that Japan put in and the hustle was reciprocated by the U.S., which is really great to see. There was great sportsmanship. The passing was way better than I've seen even in the NBA finals. It was just a really enjoyable game. Like this, U- this women's USA team was more concise. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And because I guess because I normally don't watch women's basketball, you know, the the Olympics broadcast NBC did a great job of giving over a highlight of the players in the game. They gave on both sides, well, biased towards the U.S. players, but they really gave us a picture of what's going on in the U.S. team. Yeah, so I guess that's why it was more enjoyable to me. Uh, But uh, one notable player, a bird on the U.S. team. She was in the Space she Jam was, movie. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she is. They did hair dirty with her character, honestly. Oh, I mean, if you're in Space Jam, they're gonna do everybody dirty. You know, they did Damian Lillard Except for dirty Michael Jordan. too. You mean Michael <laughs> B. Jordan? <laughs> yes, but Sue Bird. Yeah, wins her. Fourth NBA or sorry, Olympic gold in basketball. And she is the oldest player to do so to win a gold in women's basketball. So she hits a couple of milestones. Well, that's pretty good. I mean, I feel like as long as like the USA, like I guess like how do I explain like traditional sports teams players are like around long, like the the teams themselves should be like solid for the next couple of years which they have yeah. been even with the men's team like Kevin Durant who who literally just wants to play ball like he 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 should fit into this perfectly i mean if it wasn't i mean it's not that it's popovich's fault but if pop would have just let him play in the beginning this might have been like a whole different story you know like the team the usa men's team might have like just been rolling cuz they just all would have been shooting not passing, not play, not role playing, just shooting. You know. 
Yeah, I mean, coaching in Olympic Games is kind of like a thing within itself. Like at that level, players can kind of just be players and like kind of coach themselves. Um, but yeah, I think Kevin Durant showed up. Definitely. Well, yeah, I mean, because I, I think he just started finding his spot. He's like, you know what, screw this, I'm just going to shoot. I mean, Popovich is probably not going to be mad because it's Kevin Durant. He's going to shoot. He's going to find a spot and shoot. That's what makes him very deadly. That's what helped yeah. the Warriors turn their losing season. Well, not their losing season, but their lackluster season around that. When they went 70, what, they won 72 games, lost in the finals. It was like, man, if we had one guy that could, you know, start on the floor and, you know, give him the ball and we can know he's going to make most of his shots. There you go. You just get Devin, Kevin Durant. You, you stick him in there. And he just makes your team 110% better. I mean, the team also had Damian Lillard. He's really good, too. So, I mean, it's not like this team didn't have weapons. It's just that the team wasn't going to gel as Greg probably wanted them to, you know? Yeah, I mean, Tatum was a great asset in there, too. Uh, yeah, they had shooters on the floor. Devin Booker. Um, yeah, I, I just felt the team, yeah, you're right. They didn't gel together. They didn't work great together. It seemed like they were just individual players just getting through the game. Like this, the, I feel like the days of having LeBron and Kobe, well, obviously, for a lot of reasons, the days of LeBron and Kobe teaming together with like Carmelo Anthony, yes, rest in peace, and Dwight Howard are long gone. Because, dude, I remember watching the Beijing Olympics and then seeing Kobe shoot the ball, LeBron get open lobs. Like, I'm like, whoa like this is amazing like this is the best yeah. thing ever and then like i'm hearing and seeing these highlights i'm like are right, you guys are just playing basketball the same fun yeah i think it's both coaching allowing players to have their fun and score the points the way that they want to and players having the respect for the coaches being like well we'll do your plays and stuff but when there's an opportunity we're gonna make this thing fun yeah, I feel like that's not what was happening, that last part. <laughs> well, I mean, they looked like they were having fun when they finally won it. Like, I saw an article saying that Kevin Durant and all of them were all drunk. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, they freaking won. We, 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 we want them to do. We, 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 what we want else do you do after you win? Yeah, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? I mean, I know there's like that, like, what was it, Kobe? He was drinking, like, milk or orange juice or something one time. <laughs> Because he wasn't of age. That was yeah. pretty funny. But yeah, um, the U.S. men's team and the women's team both get gold. Years old, the men's had to kind of work a little harder. But it's okay. Yeah. Right, Danny? Besides basketball, yes. What yeah. What's more better than basketball? I mean, uh, um, literally almost every other event was more interesting than the men's basketball. <laughs> yeah, well... Speaking of sportsmanship, like in the women's basketball, yeah, speed walking saw some of the worst sportsmanship in Olympic games since like the badminton scandal. Well, what happened? What, what, what was so riveting about speed walking? Well, guys cramping the one speed walker who hid behind like a coward, hid behind his other speed walkers from the camera angle and knocked over all of the water bottles. So that other speedwalkers could not get their water bottle. In oh, time you saw that? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Dude, that's freaking 
hilarious. I know. I was like, wait, what? I'm like, dude, he like, it wasn't even like he knocked over like a rope, like a specific rope. Or it's like he 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 targeted a specific area, smacked them all in the middle, and picked up his hand. And he's like, "Oh, okay, there's some, but you you can't get them from the middle." Like, I'm I'm assuming like he knew he like knew what he was doing. Like, yeah, dude, but, what the hell? And he and he grabbed his hand, or he grabbed the water bottle at the end to be like, like, oh, I was grabbing a water bottle. I wasn't just knocking over. That's stupid. Yeah, I think yeah, I yeah, I saw that clip too. I think he got I think he got suspended. I'm I'm assuming I had saw another clip, some other guy. Like it was kind of weird. Like speed walking has specific rules where you have to have one foot down before you move yeah, the one other. Foot on the floor. So like if you guys if if our audience, if if you guys look up videos of speed walking, like it looks like their legs are about to break. Like they're bending backwards each time they take a step. But they're going at yeah, pretty fast pace. And like from someone that has been told they walk really fast for no reason, like they're hauling ass. So yeah. I, I get, I, I, I get it. So they, they have to have one foot down and I guess this guy, I guess he took a bad step and they called him out and, and he had mentioned it. Yeah. I saw some guy like he was like, I guess like in the front of the pack, excuse mm-hmm. me. And he just slows down. And luckily there's like a, like a sidewalk right there next to him. And he just goes down and he like, like there's like the hand like the cut it like cutting his neck like you know what i'm done like like he was done and then he like pulls his hat down like oh man like in shame like damn like like i'm done like that's it like i guess i don't know if he could have like kept going or what it was i couldn't figure that out but yeah you know you you feel for the guys that something goes wrong and that's it game over but yeah speed walking the next best thing right danny we're gonna go compete or what well i'm gonna go compete because i want Fast as hell. Yeah, yeah. I'm entering. I'm going to the Olympic trials. Who are you going to represent? What country are you going to represent? Vietnam, baby. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. There were like countries in there. I'm like, I've never heard of any of these countries. I'm like, yeah, I know. What is this? But yeah, speed walking. That was a interesting, interesting one to watch. As a speeding car yes. passes by my house. And speaking of oh. speeding, we have Allison Felix, um, a talented US runner. Um, she won gold in the 4x4 or 4x400. And she also took the bronze in the 400 meters to become the most decorated woman in Olympic track. So now, um, in her like post race interview, um, she said that she has no plans to go further. And in her and in her head, she has something else to prove. So, you know, she's the most decorated Olympic athlete, or track athlete at least, with Olympic eleven gold medals. In her um, interview, she said, "I feel at peace. I went out and and had all the confidence in these amazing women. I want to take it all in for one last one one last time around, and it was special. So, you know, you heard it from her. She's done." Uh, I mean, I grew up watching her um, as someone I used to run track and field. Like, she was someone that, you know, that was notable in the track community. You know, someone you could look up to. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like she had a, a, a good career, not just in track, but for the country. You know, I mean, like, a good all-around runner, you know? Yeah. How, how do you feel about that, Danny? Yeah. I, I mean, I got emotional watching the the end and, and the win for the 4x400 watching 
Alistair Felix become the most decorated track athlete. Really? Uh, in Olympic history. Yeah. Really? It's no, like. Didn't. What, what the hell? I'm calling. How Bush dare League. you? I'm calling Bush League. How dare, how dare you? Because <laughs> you had two, two spectrums in the Olympics, right? You had Addison Felix. And you had Sending Legoflin, who's young. <laughs> yes, exactly. Basically. And young and upcoming star. Cindy yeah. McLaughlin. Cindy, Cindy Dude, you got me tripping on my own words. You couldn't pronounce your name now. I can't. Oh, uh, it's Cindy Legoflin. Come on. Okay. Well, yeah, you had two spectrums, both of them completing or competing and winning gold in the 4x400. And it's like a, the end of an era, start of a new, you know? It's like it's like literally passing over the torch. You know? Yeah. She's really good, dude. Like, I've been seeing her run, dude. dude. She's gnarly. Like, she does not kid around. Like, often, like, oh, dude, I wish I was a runner like her, bro. Like, she's a yeah. very talented runner. Like, she, ha- like, her motor does not end. And then if it is about to end, she kicks into high gear. Another gear. And then another gear. And then yeah. another gear. And it's like, dude, yeah, her- who are you? Yeah, her start... Just solidified the U.S. win. She gave she gave the U.S. a great start, a great lead in the four by four hundred, and never look back. No, yeah, and there you go. Yep. Is there anything else notable from the Olympic Games you would like to point out? Yes. Well, the U.S. trailed behind China in the medal count, and so the oh, last yeah. few events, especially the women's basketball, yes. Um, you, and U.S. women's volleyball when won gold despite injuries and tough competition. They swept Brazil at the end for an emotional finish with the U.S. women's coach. Uh, a couple of other things. U.S. women's water polo wins gold against Spain, dominating with a 14-5 win. Uh, Jennifer Belante wins a historic Omnium gold, um, despite falling off her bike in the indoor biking event, she comes back and wins gold. Uh, her being one of, I think, three uh, bikers who fell off, two did not return, but she persevered and came back to win gold. I think Japan also returned. Um, I think she won bronze, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, don't quote me on that. But another great moment. Tariq Hamadi, Saudi Arabia's karate kumite fighter, lost the gold medal after he knocked out his opponent, Sajid Ganjazades Zadi of Iran. Iran. It's not Iran. Iran. It's Iran. Iran. Iran, Iran, I carry. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that video too. I was like, wait, what? Like, I was reading like the heading of the video. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. How do you yeah. get disqualified for knocking someone out in a contact and what's supposed to be a contact sport to my knowledge or off, off just from face face value? I'm like, oh, let me check this out. Like, and it's so dumb. Can the thumbnail, it's like they have the camera and the guy just, you know, he's like, he's not knocked yeah. out. Like he just got hit really yeah. hard in the head. You know, when you're hit really yeah. hard in the head, you're just going to lay there and be like, oh man. That really hurt. And yes. just him looking up into the sky, into the camera, like, whoa, yeah. what just happened? 
and it's like, well, this guy just kicked the shit out of you in the head. And now we're going to see yeah. what happens. And yeah, like the video skips over and I see the referee give the guy an X from Saudi Arabia. I'm like, wait, what? And then the commentator is like, the judges have decided that he kicked them too hard. What? Yeah, Danny, I know you. Hits. I know you trained like in mixed martial arts for fun. So can you explain what any of this means? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yes, sir. Yeah. So Hamidi delivers a quick and powerful head kick to Ganja Des Ganja De. Uh, that's probably wrong. Still, you can say the um, but, Iranian fighter. Yeah, the, or competitor. The Iranian fighter. He delivers a, a quick and powerful head kick as he's approaching, going in for it looked like a strange tackle, but the quick head kick turns his head, knocks him out cold. Um, and karate has very stringent and very opposite rules. If you're uh, familiar with MMA or traditional American boxing or just global boxing in general. Where knockout is a great thing, or knockdown. Uh, karate has very stringent rules. Everything is traditional, sparring, uh, respectful. So judges deemed that he delivered too much power, and um, it was like aggressive, aggressive intent. So they disqualified him. He wins silver, and the Iranian wins gold. My mic was off. I was trying to say it was still very odd to me. That that happened because that does not make any sense. Like you know, like I mean, I kind of get it because supposed to be all the whole point of what is it called? Kumite. 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 I'm, I'm so probably it, wrong. But, yeah. It's only supposed to be quick strikes, right? Yes, it's the striking part of karate. Well, karate is all striking, but it's striking and scoring of points during striking, and every strike that's landed resets. Yeah, I noticed that. That's why I was like, oh, okay. So basically, it's kind of like they kind of turn like sparring into a sport because you're not trying to like hit the guy or knock him out necessarily. Because I'm like, this doesn't make, it doesn't make no sense. Yeah, it's more, I guess, if you're very familiar or you're, you're really delved into the world of MMA and boxing, it's more like fencing where yeah. after every point is scored, you reset. I mean, okay, I guess that makes sense in, in, in that part, but I don't know. It was just odd, like, they're wearing geese. They're on, like, traditional, like, mixed martial art mats with, like, official judges watching them. And you're telling me he gets disqualified for hitting the guy too hard. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah, it, I think it's a bit jarring or a bit strange for people not in that world. But, I mean, if you watch the other events, they, I mean, they're all the same. Every point that's scored, you reset, and every like movement is watched very carefully for a clean strike or for a clean movement, for clean point scoring. Uh, and it's like pretty similar, even into like the Greco-Roman wrestling. I mean, I've done Greco-Roman wrestling when I was like a kid, and that is not fun. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's <laughs> all top wasted. Wrestling, I'm like, dude, I can't do this. Yeah, <laughs> wrestling and wrestling. But yeah, I thought that was weird. Um, another thing yeah. that caught my eye, I guess, well, we'll start closing the things on in the Olympics as the Olympics did itself. Um, apparently there was like underwater swimming. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Is isn't it all wa- all swimming underwater? Isn't it with aquatics, whatever it's called, right? Like yeah. I, I, I guess. I mean, they say skateboarding would have been hard to judge, but this is harder to judge because you got people swimming underwater. They're moving their legs. They got people launching out of the water, jumping in into the water. They're doing a dance outside of the water before they jump into the water. I'm like, bro, is this just gymnastics but in the water? Yeah, I mean, it's underwater synchronized swimming. There we go. That's the name I was looking for, synchronized swimming. But yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't. Re- that, that would probably be the one thing I wouldn't consider Olympic sports. Yeah. Because what? It's, uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it looks, I don't know, like, it's kind of like gymnastics, like, like, what is going on? But I guess it's, yeah. it's, it's easy to catch on because it's just, it's good performing mostly. Yeah, I mean, it's a little strange, but it changes the entire dynamic. Like, if you're synchronized swimming above water, you're focusing on the placement and visual of your feet and whatnot, but you kind of have to consider almost all angles underwater. No, yeah, dude. The, yeah. the angles that they were doing with the cameras underwater are so trippy. I can't even tell yeah, if they're crazy. above or underwater. Because, like, they're, they're moving so, like, easily and swiftly. Like, if you were to have me like that, well, for one, I would need my nose to be covered. Because I, I... Oh, for sure. I don't I don't do good with chlorine water in my, in my brainicles. So, yeah. for one, I'm going to be doing it one-handed... And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be doing it as clean as they are. Like, I'm going to be looking like a doofus. I'm looking like an octopus, like, but a very not smart looking one. Like, ugh. Like, it's not going to, it's going to look very awkward. But I mean, shouts yeah. to them, I suppose. Like, for them doing, yeah. be, being able to, to do that under the water for long periods of time. Yeah, it is insane. I can barely even float. Stupid. <laughs> I can barely even flow. Dude, I've seen you swim. It's true. Right. You're telling me you can't swim. I can swim. But you it's know, not a funny I, joke, I Danny. Have a hard time floating. That's not a funny joke. What's where's the joke? You're in your I don't know how I can barely flow. Of course you can flow. You're a human being. Yeah, everybody floats. Whatever we all we all float Everybody down here. Everybody floats currently. down here. Exactly. Well, is there anything you would like to say in regards to Olympics that were fun? Anything you would miss? Uh this Olympics. Uh, this Olympics, I think, had a great showing of the smaller events, uh, like shooting, airsoft. Uh, what else? Uh, like the new events. BMX, skating. I mean, I think they had a great opportunity and they kind of delivered on showing the smaller events or the, the not as popular events as like swimming, basketball, blah, blah, blah. You know, like I think they did a great job highlighting those events for the newer generation of viewers. Um, and they got me. I'm, I'll come back for those events. Perhaps I'll just catch like the recaps of the bigger events because they're just not as interesting anymore. But yeah, yeah. I mean, this Olympics was really interesting. I think even despite the COVID delay, um, I think the athletes did a good job. 
performing. <clears throat> performing. Cat got your tongue. Ha ha. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I mean, yeah, they were interesting because, yeah, the, the delay kind of threw me off. I'm like, okay, um, where's Goku? Where's Mario, bro? And I mean, yeah. I, sadly, we didn't get any of that, which they were promoting uh, initially, yeah. which they, they, they decided to go in a more somber um, presentation of the games, which was fine. It really kind of took the, the glamour and the hype out of it for me. Which hopefully with the next uh was it 2022, the winter games in Beijing, apparently. Um we'll get that back a little bit. And then after that, it's France. Bonjour, je m'appelle comment ça va? That's the only French I know. That's <laughs> it. That's literally all I know. Which je m'appelle Yeah, there you go. And um I don't know if you know this, Danny, but one of the I don't think they're bringing baseball back. But instead, we got breakdancing, bro. Woo! Yeah, some Jabberwockies, some Quest Crew. Damn. What do you think about that, Danny? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I don't know how you're going to judge breakdancing. I think it's probably going to be... Well, no, Well, I mean, it's going to be like... I'm pretty sure you've seen like America's Best Dance Crew, right? Yeah. I mean, it's been a hot minute, but it's probably going to be very similar. I want, I think it's probably going to be teams. I highly doubt it's going to be individual. Well, I mean, they've done individual. Like, I know, like, Red Bull every couple of years does, like, a – they do, like, art kind of, like, demos or, like, a, how to, like, they do art presentations. And, like, one of the things they do is, like, breakdancing. And that's, like, a big deal because, like, it's freaking Red Bull. They're sponsoring you to breakdance. And these guys are going like all out flying <laughs> everywhere, you know? So of course it has that yeah. entertainment value, but I guess it has enough competitiveness that they, the, the IOC, the Olympic, the international Olympic committee said, all right, France, you want that break dancing? All right, we'll give it to you, which I'm assuming, well, I'm not going to assume, but I've seen that there are a, a lot of French peoples that like break dancing. So I guess they, they're, they're starting to open it up to letting the host nations like kind of like pick and choose what events they want. Cause I'm pretty sure baseball is yeah. going to come back for when, when the U S hosts it. Cause it's more of a, yes. I mean, fun fact, baseball is not a sport. It is a pastime. So it's America's greatest. It is the, the good old saying. I mean, it's a baseball is America's greatest pastime. Yeah, so it's true. You know, some sports, well, we'll see what they put in, what they take out. Um, it's still in the early stages, of course. I'm pretty sure they're going to keep skateboarding because there's a lot. Dude, there's a lot of good. Dude, the French skaters were killing it, dude. It was even fun. Yeah, I was like, yo, yeah. dude, these guys are wild. But yeah, um, next Olympics, Beijing, France. And then, yeah, no, Beijing, France. Then we're going to Italy. And then we're going to the USA. Yeah, Los Same Angeles. LA 2028 Summer Olympics. Yes, thank you. You got it right this time. Not like how you did it earlier. It's where, yeah, I know. Where I think kickboxing will make its first appearance in the games. Oh, really? For the, the LA games? Yes, if I'm not mistaken, kickboxing. Interesting, interesting. Kickboxing. But yeah, um, I believe that's everything we got, right, Danny? Yep, that's it for Olympics. 
Yep. So kickboxing, yes or no? Uh, the site never loaded. So we'll see you next time. See you next week. <laughs> we'll see you next time on our bonus coverage of the Olympics that already ended a week ago. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's everything. We started with the ending of the Olympics. Ain't doesn't that catch your fancy, huh? Yes, sir, it does. Well, Danny fiddles with the keys. I'm gonna start going into another major thing that happened in the sports landscape, which kind of started about almost a half a week ago, a couple days ago, and that is Lionel Messi. And I had mentioned it prior. Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi. Or whatever. Messi leaving Barca. And he's now going to Paris Saint-Germain, a.k.a. PSG. And he we now we accompanying his old good friend from Barcelona who he played with a couple years, Mr. Neymar. And he will be introduced to an, the next up-and-coming version of himself, possibly, Kylian Mbappe, who was this front three. Dude, they're going to, like, kill some teams, dude. It's not even going to be funny. Yeah, I mean, they're going to do it at a price. Lionel Messi signed on with an initial annual $41 million salary. Plus speculate, spec- this is all speculate. 35 in euros net. Yeah, his net worth is 35 yeah, mil. Speculated. Speculated. Um, he's, he signed on with an additional reported $30 million sign-on fee. And get this, Robert. I bet you didn't know this. But he was given cryptocurrency as part of his payment. I had seen some of that. I did see something that I just didn't look into it. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah. So his welcome package, quote unquote, welcome package included PSG's own fan tokens, which is their own cryptocurrency. So it included the cryptocurrency, I think, in a bid. Do your dog loves cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's either that or they love PSG. Who knows? But, but continue, yeah, please. Continue. I, yeah, I think it was a bid to up purchasing and up the price of PSG, of the token that they gave away to fans over a year ago. Um, and yeah, I think they wanted to use his notoriety and his, like his financial status to increase demand and increase the price of it and hopefully make bank as it happens. But um, we'll see how that works out. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it came to a surprise to a lot of people that Messi was not going to be able to stay with Barca, which in a little bit, I'll tell you, there's some, there's some, there might be something going on here. There might be some shenanigans going on in the background, which Messi unfortunately was left out of, which is one of the reasons Possibly one of the reasons why he ended up in France, which in his press conference, he said, I'm, I'm willing to give up 50% of my salary to be in the club. But um, I, I, but apparently it, it still would have been too much. And he, he's in France now. So the story is, is that basically Barcelona chose the Super League over Messi. And allow me to explain this. And it it might be a little bit hard because it's so many factors that go into this. So 
keep up, please. So La Liga and the league that Barcelona plays in made, I guess, like a faux show version of a salary cap, which they noted as a fair play rule. And in that fair play, new fair play rule, they basically didn't want all the team or specific teams to price out the rest of the league. So they told Barcelona, like, hey, what are you going to do with Messi? He costs a lot and his contract is about to expire. And I remember at the time, Messi was having trouble with the front office. So a deal was being hard, was being difficult being made and his contract expired. So with his contract being allowed to expire, they now had to fall under the new guidelines of the fair play rules, the fair play clause. So what ended up happening is they will, they, they came to an agreement on a deal and the president of Barcelona went to the league told the president, like, hey, would this be okay? On the other hand, with the league, La Liga, the president, they were in talks with, like, an investment broker along the lines of that. Um, they were going to give all the teams money to the league. And what ended up happening was is that when Barcelona came to La Liga, La Liga said, if you support our, our stockbrokers, the investment people, um, I'll allow the signing of Messi and he can stay, which I'm assuming is that Messi heard that he was told that. And that's why everybody on the internet was going crazy because they're, oh, Messi's staying in Barca. How great. And the result, these are speculations of, oh, he's going to have this deal and this deal and La Liga is going to, you know, pull some strings so Messi can stay. So initially, uh, the president of Barcelona said, "Yes, you can. Yes, I will support your stockbroker investment thing, so we can get money. Because at the moment, Barcelona is possibly in a lot of debt, so they need a lot of money. So, I keep saying so, but it's it's a lot. It's a lot to um talk about. Yeah, it is. So, it's <laughs> even Danny. It's story time with Robert. Everybody. So." At some point, word gets out that Barcelona is going to get Messi and the Real Madrid president or whoever is like, hey, don't, don't, don't tell La Liga you, you'll take their money because now we can't do Super League, <sighs> which Super League is something it's that... It's such a bad idea. It was such a bad idea that... that, um, that the, Barca was almost kicked out of La Liga, which they still haven't announced that they're not going to do it. And what happened was is that the Real Madrid president told the Barcelona president, like, hey, don't take their money because we still want to do Super League and we're going to get money from that instead, which is going to be more and better than what La Liga is going to give us. So the way that the Spanish media is spinning is that the La Madrid president and front office convinced the Barcelona front office to turn down the La Liga deal and the La Liga, the La Liga president in front office was like, well, we can't take in Messi no more because you told us no. So that's the reason why Messi is no longer part of Barcelona. But there's more, everybody. There's more. Since Real Madrid interfered, possibly, I keep saying possibly too, because this is all speculation, because this is the way the Spanish media is spinning it, that Real Madrid's front office, since they convinced... Since it's basically they basically convinced Barca to give up Messi, Messi goes to PSG 
And there's been rumors this whole time that Kylian Mbappe wants out of PSG. And the rumor is he's going to go over to Real Madrid. So people think that Real Madrid is trying to screw over Barcelona by getting them to lose money, even though they're not, they haven't started Super League. Now they're not getting, they're not gonna, probably not going to get any of that investment money. And PSG is going to go over to Real, and, no, excuse me, Mbappe is going to leave PSG and go to Real Madrid because now there's too many cooks in the kitchen at PSG and Mbappe is now about to have, be outshadowed by Messi. And he's going to go to Real Madrid and get banked. Did you guys catch all that? Did you catch all that, Danny? Yeah, I think so. It's a lot of sports politics, which is such a shame. But yeah, I know. Part of the game, I guess. Total nonsense, huh? Yeah, it yeah, is. Um, I mean, it, it was. It, it's a lot. It's. I know. I, I was trying to explain it to a couple of friends of mine earlier, and like, it, it was just one. It's one weird thing to see Messi not wearing Barcelona colors, but it's one other weird thing to hear that things were probably getting manipulated. Yeah, shadow people in the background. Yeah, I know, right? So, Real Madrid going to Real Madrid and screw over Barcelona. Probably keep them in debt longer. You know, you lose your best player, which, I mean, I, it's it's so much, so much backstage things that that made this deal go down. Like, and it happened so fast. Yeah. Like, everyone was like, oh, he's going to stay. And then, oh, he's not staying. And all right, now he's going to PSG. Because there was only two locations. PSG or Man City. Like, who's going to be able to afford him? Like, he yeah. he probably could have gone to English Premier League where competition is a little bit harder. But realistically, where is he going to go? PSG or Man City? But Man City, unfortunately, just spent, like, a couple hundred on – uh. What's his name? Jack Greenlish. Zach Greenlish. He's a popular um, uh, England national player. So he's playing for them now, which they just threw all that cash at him. So the only other option was going to be PSG, which most what like myself was speculating. And yeah, right now, Messi is now in France. Um, They've done a lot of videos. They're, they're like hyping the shit out of this. Like, like I just saw a video the other day Basically, a plane from Bar. Basically, they sent a camera guy with Messi and his family. They got onto a plane. They followed his journey all the way to the PSG medical facility. He did all his training, which he has a bunch of tattoos, by the way. And um, and yeah, he passed their their medical, and they they did another like behind the scenes thing. They had like a drone with them flying around the stadium. And then they had him at training where he met all his play- he met all his teammates, he met Neymar, he met Mbappe, he met his oldest rival, freaking freaking Ramos. Like, oh man, like what world are we living in? <laughs> and then more weirder, he's wearing a blue shirt with the number 30, which he's worn before. But you know, this jersey has a Jordan logo on it. And it's like, dude, like I don't understand. Like, I don't like. I I don't know how to explain my disbelief on what is occurring. Which I, yeah, I know I soccer is not your forte, Danny. So this is why, which is, which is why I've been talking this whole time, everybody. By the way, and yeah, so yeah. Messi, new stadium, new home, new jersey, new jersey logo sponsor, 
new number and almost new teammates. Yeah, I mean, but this is one of the biggest shakeups in international soccer ever, you know, well, in recent history. I mean, probably the closest thing was when Ronaldo went to Uve, but eh, that it, it didn't have the same. I don't feel like it had the same like luster to it. Like I know, I know this thing you don't know. Um, in the past, like two days, that Messi's said he's gone to PSG. PSG gained like five million Instagram followers. Jeez. <laughs> Damn, so, talk about getting your money's worth. What yeah, so what I was trying to say was that although League One or League One is not as very as competitive as the English Premier League, I'm assuming I'm 100% sure, not assuming, I'm 100% sure that Messi has his eye on Champions League, which PSG has has had their eye on PSG for a long uh, PSG has had their eye on Champions League for a long time also. So I highly doubt they're looking to to win League Un, which PSG usually does, because it was brought to my attention recently that PSG loses the league every three to four years, which okay, I guess. Like I don't think this is gonna hurt his career. But I mean it would have been cool to see him in the EPL, but I don't think it was gonna happen. Like, cause like I said, there was no way that any of those teams were able were able to afford to afford Messi, because yeah, PSG. Even though even before Messi and Neymar, even before Mbappe, they carried a lot of weight in the league. You know, it's a one league team. It's a one team league, but PSG has carried their own weight. That you know, they went from Nike to Jordan sponsor. You have celebrities wearing PSG like, out in the open that don't even like soccer. You know they they've made themselves more or less a known name a known name brand across the world. Maybe not here in the U.S. as much, but European soccer is still very popular. You know if you like soccer and you're an American, you know who Messi is. You know where he's going. You know he's probably he's gonna win most of his games. The only way I see this blowing up in his face is if he sucks, or if the team sucks, or if which could happen. No, yeah, it could happen. Or if Neymar or Mbappe are like, you know what, screw this. I don't need any, I don't, I don't need Messi. I don't need Messi to carry me, which is basically what's happened at Bar- what happened at Barcelona the last couple of years where it's, it wasn't a Barcelona team. It was a Lionel Messi team. Everything re- revolves around Messi, which he's a number 10. He's going to create stuff for you. But it wasn't just playing wise. It was socially wise. So unless egos blow up, I don't think, I don't think it's um I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna be a disaster. <sighs> I'm losing my breath. I mean yeah. <sighs> I mean, well, I think set well, even across sports, uh talking about the NBA, the Lakers, Brooklyn Nets, Miami Heat, you know, they're throwing money at a problem hoping that it'll give them the edge. And I think that's just a trend that happens in waves in sports when a team gets a bigger budget or they have the money, they just, they'll spend it to try to get the best players, try to get the best team put together and just cross the fingers that they, they can, uh, they can get there. That that player or that team composition can, can get them the extra revenue, get them the championships that'll make up and, and profit them. 
No, yeah, like like we mentioned, speculations that Messi's game paid at least 41, 41 mil. Um, hopefully, because yeah. when I say that the Eagles are gonna blow up, is because everyone everyone felt like Neymar left Barcelona because he wanted to get out of Messi's shadow. Even though they've both openly said like, "Yeah, we love playing with each other." I don't know about Mbappe. I'm pretty sure he's gonna say yes. Like, yeah, of course I want to play with freaking Messi. He's like one of the best players in the world. But hopefully he stays in PSG. Neymar doesn't flip out and ask for more money. And Messi's only going to be there for two years. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe, just maybe, Messi goes back to Barcelona somehow. Because, I mean, he could go back there to retire. You know, it's just like a very unorthodox way to end your career at a club that you've been at since you were 13. Yeah, I mean, it was a... I mean, I guess it was a devastating blow to Barcelona, but I mean, you got to follow where the money goes. You know? I mean, he, he wasn't begging for too much, I guess, <laughs> considering he was about to slash half of his salary. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> I'm out of breath, Danny. Can we move on? <laughs> Can you say something? Yeah, uh, let's go into... We got a list. Pick something, anything. I'm out of breath. I need to drink some more water. Yeah, uh, let's talk about... I mean, well, there's a few things. We got the Uh, rundown next, everybody. We're going to go quick. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Here's a rundown. Just a a quick wrap-up of some of the the things happening in the sports world. Uh, NBA Summer League starts, and Westbrook debuts as a Laker. Uh couple other notable things in the summer league uh rookies all across the league are doing good i mean that's what the summer league's for but yeah i mean the shakeup in the nba is starting to show all of their players debuting in their new colors their new skins their new numbers but i mean the summer leagues the summer leagues it's not anything even in the preseason i feel like that's where we really see players come up and show out and really we really get to see how a team is composed and how they really work together after the summer league has concluded and all the rookies get you know their time and the team gets solidified with basic training and whatever uh, well we'll see what happens then maybe something spectacular will happen this summer league but probably not a couple other things. I mean, probably uh, not. Pacquiao. ESPN is doing interviews. We're just, I'll just ch- chime in real quick. ESPN is doing interviews of like players. I'm like, dude, I've never heard of you. You're probably not going to. Yeah. I mean, I want to be mean, but I'm like, dude, who the hell are you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what the summer league is for, right? It's to give those kind of no name players or those younger players, you know, the time to shine. Like, that's their time to go out and do something big. No, yeah. But uh, what were you about to say? You were about to say some boxing? Yes, yeah, next week Pacquiao will fight Ugas. And it's, it looks like you wrote down a note. Ugas, because the Spencer guy broke his face. <laughs> you like my note? You like how I follow boxing? Yeah, I like I, I know you like you like boxing more, but but yeah, I, he, apparently he broke his face. Yeah, he literally, like, like the cheek. You know what I'm talking about? Like, he like, yeah, his cheekbone. Like his eyeball, like where his eyeball, yeah, like. Uh, how do you oh, do that? It was around his socket. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, how else is it? Well, I mean, that's the only thing you're gonna break, like. <laughs> yeah, the bone around his eyes. Okay, great. Yeah, there you go. 
How do you do that in training? Yeah. I mean, there's a hundred ways to do it. The face is one of the most fragile places. You know, we have the smallest bones there around your ear, around your nose. Um, And you're just continuing to get hit in the face. I wonder who was the guy that broke his face. Yeah. Because you don't do it to yourself. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying he's punching himself. <laughs> I mean, like, did he run into, like, one of the sparring, like, I don't know, like, how do you, like, the, the sparring, like, dummies that have the arms? Dummy? <laughs> yeah. No. You, you mean, like, the Wing Chun dummy? Yeah. <laughs> the wooden dummy? Yeah, like that. Yeah. No, I mean, well, Pacquiao is an older fighter. He keeps coming out of retirement. Like, Dude, you're a senator. Go do politics. <laughs> But, I, mean, I mean, I mean, Mayweather called him out. Spirit. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Mayweather called him out the other day. You're fighting because you need money, and Pacquiao's response: He's fighting YouTubers for fun. I'm fighting more people for my legacy. It's true. I mean, it's different drives for different guys, you know. Uh, I think Pacquiao. I don't know why he keeps coming back, but I think he he's got something to prove. Um, I mean, he's. A balling dude in the Philippines already, you know, like what else does he need? But yeah, but it'll be interesting to see the fight next week. And then lastly, this weekend on Friday, Ortiz Jr. fights for welterweight, fights for the welterweight belt. Against uh, he I can't say his name, I'm not even gonna try. I'm proud of you, Danny. <laughs> I give it a shot. But yeah, um, yeah. It's you're on you're, probably, zone, you're so. probably gonna see that on whatever boxing channel that exists. Yeah, I mean everything's on the zone or showtime nowadays. So ESPN plus. Yeah, so Virgil Ortiz Jr. fights for what's what for, for the welterweight belt, or not the a welterweight belt. Interesting, interesting. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah, I guess it's a cool box match. I don't know. I, I don't feel any hype around this one. Um, but I think it's for the WBO welterweight international welterweight belt. Uh, Ortiz Jr. has held it since twenty twenty one, earlier this year. You were in twenty twenty one. You mean he's held it for most yeah, of 2021? I, I mean, that's a pretty I think good. He range. obtained it in 2021, bro. We're in 2021. Yeah, so I can see he obtained it earlier this year. Um, I haven't been following him, but uh, hopefully, it's a good match. All right. Um, in other sports news, we got some NFL. Um, NFL is starting their preseason games. A couple games as of this recording, we got a couple games are starting to kick off. We already had the Hall of Fame game. Um, just really quick, Aaron Rodgers, he will be most likely staying with the Packers as he showed up to training camp and he, he's throwing dimes to trash cans and other <laughs> fake dummies receivers, which he's throwing like 50 yard balls to like trash cans, dude. Like it's ridiculous how good his arm is, but hopefully they, they fix things up with the front office, which is the reason why supposedly he was holding out for well, over the off season. I should say. Michael Thomas and the Saints. 
are having some issues as uh, Michael Thomas suffered an injury in the beginning of last season. But uh, since he was aware it was going to be Drew Brees' last season, he sucked it up. But his ankle was always hurting him, which is what I noticed. And he was never the same for the whole season. So the story is, is that the medical staff told him, hey, the, we, we think you can go, but you're going to need surgery. And then at some point, they told him, okay, you're not going to need surgery. We can fix this. And he said, oh, okay. I mean, I'll play for Drew. And then, you know, he was in and out of the lineup. You know, he was hurt. And then at some point, he got into an altercation with a teammate. So that made him not that, – that, that put him in hot water with the coaching staff. And then the end of the season comes. They're like, okay, um, we need to get surgery. And he's like, you told me we need to get surgery. And they're like, yeah, but now you need it. And he's like, all right, you want to screw this. I'll just try to fix it myself. And supposedly, he did not contact the team for at least three months. He didn't know or he ignored any contact with the team, I should say. They, they, supposedly, they tried calling him and whatnot. He wasn't having it. And then I guess, you know, finally, he was like, yo, what's up? And they're like, so what about your ankle? He's like, well, I'm going to get surgery because what am I? I can't do There's nothing to do now with it. So here we are, less than 50 days before the season starts, and Michael Thomas is probably going to be out for seven to eight weeks with a busted ankle. And the head coach, Sean Payton, is not having it. But apparently they're cool now because a story just came out that they had a very serious discussion in which they were discussing, I guess, like their, their plans, what to do with him. Because I had also saw that he wanted to get traded, but apparently now they're all chilling. Hopefully for the team. Uh, personally, I'm, I like the Saints. So I want Michael Thomas to stay because we lost most of our assets with Drew Brees retiring, Thomas Morstead, the punter, leaving, Will Lutz, the kicker, being hurt. Um, like we're losing a lot of our, our, our main acts on the team, which we, we can't afford to lose this guy. He's been the best receiver the past couple of years. And I don't give a damn if he's the, the slant master 3000. He's going to run a slant and he's going to catch the ball. So, yeah, got some Saints news. And you want to hear a funny story, Danny? Yes, sir. <laughs> the Giants got into a, the, the New York Giants got into a fight during practice. And um, supposedly, the, the one of the quarterbacks got involved and there was a pile. And at the bottom of that pile was the QB, and the coach was just like pissed off. So he made everybody run laps and sprints. <laughs> it was this high school team. Yeah, and so I was I was watching one of my my favorite podcasts, the Pat McAfee show, where they were talking about the same thing. And uh, he was pointing out that he's like, dude, he he was pointing out to one of his his colleagues of the show who used to AJ Hawk. He also who used to play for the Packers. They're like, dude, there, there was probably at least three or four guys, a couple guys at least, in that team that were like. I'm not doing any of that crap. What is this high school? You want me to run? Yeah, exactly. In this heat? Like, what is this? And the funny thing is, one guy actually quit. He retired. <laughs> wow. But I mean, what it was, he had just signed, but he was like an older player. He was a center. So oh, I see. My, my assumption is, is that he's like, man, like, I feel good. As long as everything goes smooth sailing, like, I'll be good. But I'm assuming after doing sprints and jogging around the, the around the field, he's like, okay, you wanna know what? This this one time thing, 
that I push my body to the limits, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or it might have been if this is what coaching staff is going to do, and this is how the team is going to argue and physically fight, then I can't deal with it. Yeah, he's like, I'm too old for this. But um, yeah, exactly. surprisingly, the kids, the kids, I'm out. Surprisingly, uh, media reported that everybody, um, how do you say, uh, followed up or like did well with the punishment, which could show a good sign publicly that the team is, you know, they're, they're down with the coaching stuff because I'm pretty sure other places they'd be like, you know what, screw you, I'm out of here, I'm not doing this. Or at least, you know, you lose faith in the coaching staff because they're like, dude, like some things might work in one place, but it might not work in another place. Yeah. But I, I guess when you're when your quarterbacks gets hit under a pile, like you're not gonna deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, and uh one quick thing I would like to point out this year in NFL, apparently they're gonna be um go going down or not going down. <laughs> They're going to be cracking down on taunting. So they already got... Going so, down on taunting. <laughs> they're cracking down on taunting, I should say. Poor, poor choice of words. But um, I guess they're not going to allow players to be like... You're not going to be saying no more spinning footballs on the ground. Because apparently someone <laughs> already got penalized in the preseason. And not even a preseason game. Like a, a, a practice squad match. You know, I, I know, Danny, you don't follow the NFL that much. But basically, a practice squad match is where, uh, oh, it's a joint practice where one team yeah. basically scrimmages another team. Like, all right, we're going to run some plays against your defense. So if the Jaguars and the Patriots were like, hey, can we practice together? They'll say yes. And there you go. That's how it's done. Well, apparently. It's like an exhibition. Yeah, exhibition. But I'm pretty sure what they do is it's not like a game game. Like, they'll do like, they'll just run plays. Like, they won't necessarily oh, keep score or anything. Like they just want to make, like they want to see how does how does my defensive lineman fur up against someone that's not his teammate. Yeah. So they were doing something like that. From the description that I saw on Twitter was that a DB blocked a 50-50 ball, and I guess he he picked up the ball and then he spun it around and then he got flagged. <laughs> wow. Which is so stupid. Like, dude, like, like I don't get it. Like, I guess I don't know, dude. Like. It's ridiculous because they were like, all right, we're, we're like, they're going backwards again. Like, they went forwards with the actual announcement of rules that players can do, like, for celebrating. But I guess the taunting is now an issue, which I think is stupid. What do you think? I mean, I don't know what the reason or are they trying to speed up games? Are they trying to just make it less interesting? I mean, the taunting is kind of what amps people up. And it rarely happens in a game. You see it like once, maybe twice um, at the end of games. It's just players celebrating, you know, their success at the end of a play. Yeah. And rarely do you see it happen. So I guess it's like a non thing, but it's just another restriction on players. Yeah. I will never understand this. And no one ever openly says like why they make this rule. Like this is where the NFL just seems silly and ridiculous. Cause like, Apparently the players don't have a say in it. And the fans obviously don't have a say in it either. We could yell and groan about everything, but yeah, I don't know. It's just another silly rule. Which you should start following NFL, Danny. Come on, man. Come on, join us. I will start following by 
the end of next week. I will when it starts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so well, so we got some more football, but the other football, MLS. Just really quick recap. Um, Kansas City, Seattle, and the Los Angeles Gal- Galaxy are running with the West, while New England Orlando, and Orlando are in charge of the East, which New England right now is at the top of all the league, all of the MLS with 40 points. Um, the English Premier League also starts up this week. Um, I mentioned them earlier in the messy part of this podcast. Uh, Man City um, just acquired Jack Zach Greenlish. And um, they're looking to keep or get rid of Harry Kane, which may may drag on into the season. Um, I'm hoping Chelsea does good this season. They have Christian Pulisic, who is unarguably the top U.S. men's national team player right now. You know, won Champions League, won Nations League against Mexico, just recently won the Super Cup against Villarreal of Spain. So it's it's all it's 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 going very well for the young man from Hershey, Pennsylvania, at the moment. And yeah, that's uh, everything I got, man. Do you have anything you'd like to add, Mister Danny Tan? Um. Well, I think we're entering that kind of lull in between sports where things are ramping up. Uh, baseball is starting to ramp back up, and if things are ramping down, um, so we're kind of in. Now baseball is not wrapping up. We're in the we're in as what they refer to as the dog days of summer, boy. I mean, well, we're in the middle of it, and I like the Dodgers. Going Dodgers, on, Dodgers need to get their act together, man. Can't be behind the Giants. What is this? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, and, and come back next week, everybody, because Danny's gonna learn what an RBI is. Yes. Teach me, teach me the basics. How about let's next week? Let's just have you explain baseball and all the NFL rules to me. Let's just go over the the handbooks. And, and you'll explain to me why that guy getting knocked out is a penalty, is a disqualification. How about that? Okay, let's see that. You you teach me karate. I teach you ball throw, hand throw, ball 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 throw. Okay, and then I'll teach you English right after that. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Well, if you got nothing to say and I'm losing air, I believe I will start playing this outro music. Is that fine with you? Yes. Three, two, one. Totally, I was already playing it. <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, <laughs> so... <laughs> but yeah, that's our show, everybody. Um, if, you, if you would like to follow more of the Rambling Runoff, you can follow us on... Twitter at off rambling or just type in rambling runoff. We should be the only one popping up right now at the moment. Of course, you could, if you're listening to us on YouTube, we're already on our YouTube channel at or not at, but rambling runoff on YouTube, which we cover all things, all sports, all the time, and we ramble all the time and we run all the time. So, thank you very much for listening to our show today. My name is Robert Rios. This was. This is. Oh, you're supposed to say your name, dummy. Oh, what the hell? All right, peace. Oh, stupid. This is Danny Tan. <laughs> All right, thank you, everybody, for listening to our show. Rambling Runoff. Catch you guys next week. Bye. Peace.